Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Everybody, welcome to the Tim Burns Show. I'm your host, Tim Burns, the common man with common sense and an uncommon desire to know the truth. Well, aren't we glad we finally got through all of any kind of news revolving around Hillary Clinton? Boy, I'm glad I've. Well, oh, hold it. What happened today? More breaking news on Hillary emails? My goodness. Well, I guess we've been covering it here. We might as well keep covering it. But before we do that, I wanted to get to the story. And it's revolving around the Clintons, not just Hillary. And her. Well, she's got this college tuition plan for three hundred and fifty billion dollars in new taxes to create, well, another wave of thank you. I'll vote for you. It's a defined strategy, political strategy. But uh, one of the things that Hillary had here was she pledged to end secret money in politics. But guess what? She's the largest beneficiary thereof. She cracks down on for-profit colleges. Now, she didn't mention this in her tuition plan that she's got, (laughs) hopefully, that never sees the light of day because there's just not enough money anymore. She's cracking down on for-profit colleges after doing what? After cashing. Hey, I got what I want. Now it's time to say nobody else should get what I just took advantage of. Former President Bill Clinton collected. (laughs) This This is so fitting of the Clintons. Bill Clinton collected more than $16 million from 2010 to 2014. Why is that not listed as the Clinton Foundation or Bill and Hillary? Oh, that's right. The check was made out to him. He's the one who has the political clout. He's the one who is hired to give the speeches. Hillary just sets up the deals. In fact, it makes you think about what is in the email system that she has. Not only is there potential for, well, we'll get to those headlines, top secret being contained in her server, perhaps this was part of, we know how the Clintons have been milking the system as far as, hey, hire Bill, let him give a speech. We can offer you political influence that you cannot find anywhere else in the political landscape. Trust us. We're really good at what we do. Perhaps some of those emails that Clinton either destroyed or won't relinquish, perhaps they actually have communications regarding, hey, Hill, I just got paid. You got to find a way to give them 
what they need. I promised them. So perhaps there are emails related to the entire Clinton Foundation that was going through the State Department. I don't know. Nobody's seen the emails yet. All right, so we've got form of Bill Clinton, President Bill Clinton, collected more than $16 million from 2010 to 2014. Four years, he collected $4 million a year on average as honorary chancellor of Laureate Education, a for-profit company that runs 80 education institutions around the globe, according to the recently released tax returns. Four of its six U.S. colleges were flagged on the Education Department's list of schools whose access to federal financial aid was being monitored out of concern over financial irresponsibility. So in other words, they don't want for-profit education to get any kind of foothold. Why? Because that undermines, that gives choice, for lack of a better word, to a population that definitely needs a more robust education system, a more varietized education system, and this will hurt, in a nutshell, it'll hurt the union-dominated education system that we have right now. So what do you do? You flag these four. You say, hey, do they have any details of it? No. We're just going to label it that they're doing financial irresponsibility in how they do business in their education facilities. The Clinton Foundation also, this is just a crack up. The Clinton Foundation also lists Laureate International Universities as one of its donors, giving one to five million during the first half of this year. Mrs. Clinton praised the company. So not only was Bill getting paid $16 million for what? Giving speeches, padding the influence pocket that he could provide. Well, the Clinton Foundation's Bill and Hillary were getting donations directly to the foundation itself. So they're paying Bill and they're paying his foundation. Mr. Clinton praised the company when he stepped down in late April, less than two weeks after his wife officially entered the presidential race. Once she entered the race, guess what? That relationship has to end. In fact, not only does it have to end, that relationship has to be browbeaten. The whole idea for profit universities, for profit school, for profit education has to be, yes, it does. Why? Because she needs unions, education unions, union members, teachers. She needs the entire landscape of those people to support her. So that was the story I was going to get to uh, and finish it up yesterday. And I know we flew to the finish there, but we're going to get to uh, the new Hillary email stuff that's going on. But I did want to mention a couple of things. Planned Parenthood just released another video. I believe it's number six. It is of this girl, this 24-year-old who was hired as the phlebotomist, the blood draw. And it's more detail of the interview that she gave. It's it's complicated, but yet it's really simple. And there's no way I'm going to play any of it. I'm not even going to post it on the website. It's out there. 
But it, what it does when you listen to the whole thing, it shows how sophisticated, how complex the whole standard procedure in these facilities is regarding it's got to be the number one goal. This is the number one new avenue. And it goes to the top of the list about how we get these things done because it's provi- it, I tell you, there's no figures, facts or figures, as far as the amount of money being paid, the amount of money that the executives at Planned Parenthood have been making. But it's got to be a lot of money because uh, listening to this girl's interview This is what it's all about there now. And it doesn't matter whether they get consent or not. Even if a young lady, young woman is not giving consent somehow, some way, they got in there and they ended up, and she even said, she said she was actually responsible at the end of the, in one facility alone in Fresno, California, 40 to 50 abortions a day. A doctor was so good at it, apparently, that he would be in and out of a patient's room in three minutes. In fact, when there wasn't any patients waiting, he was tapping his toes. He was screaming, where is some more action for me? Was he in on it? Was he getting cuts? Was he getting commissions off this? I don't know. But the bottom line is that this interview shows the callousness. It shows how, again, complex this whole system is and it revolves around the number one priority and that is to get these parts onto the research quote research centers like a stem express and what you see out of it is that there had to be lots of money being generated from this or else it wouldn't be the top priority if it was nickels and dimes it wouldn't be a top priority If it's big dollars, it goes right to the top of what the main focus. So here we have Planned Parenthood. It's not just abortion. That's the cash cow of the industry. They created another cash cow. They're getting paid for abortions. And then all of this bonus money from this whole new avenue of selling body parts. But it made me think. These guys at uh, the Center for Medical Progress who are responsible for this investigative report, the Woodward and Bernstein of our times, digging deep, spending three years setting this all up. And, of course, they're being labeled as sneaky and doing things uh, against the law. Well, I don't think so. In my opinion, the only reason, one of the main reasons these guys have ignored the judge, remember, there was a judge's order. Do not release any more tapes or I will hold you, I don't know, I'll arrest you or I will hold you in contempt. Whatever the outcome is, is if they betray that that order from the judge not to show, not to release any more videos. They have no fear in this regard. Well, why would they have no fear? Makes me think. Should make us think that the reason these investigative reporters exposing this stuff are not afraid is because they actually want to end up in court, I believe. Because that is the way they are going to be able to hold Planned Parenthood to account. 
to be able to lay out their case. If this lawsuit goes through, because I can promise you these guys will not settle, I believe their goal is to get into a court of law and get in front of a judge and or jury and to lay out all of their information to show that Planned Parenthood is actually breaking the law regarding selling of body parts. That's why, again, they have no fear. The, the lawsuit created no fear for them. The court order created no fear for them. And it's pretty obvious that in a real world, in a world that has, in America, that has common sense at the root of decision-making going forward, this stuff needs to end. And for them to be able to get away with the talking points that they come out with. Have you noticed the last couple of tapes, last couple of videos that have been released? For some reason, Planned Parenthood isn't really coming out. I think they've figured out, too, that these guys are not going to be intimidated. And perhaps they have a lawyer on Planned Parenthood's side saying, yeah, I think they really actually want to take us to court. So, again, it is out there. It's just another notch up in all of the investigations that they've done. And if you listen to it, it will, well, it's sick, actually. It's pathetic. It's not right. And it needs to change. And again, it's going to take the entire culture of we the people. It's going to take a civilization, an American civilization that in unison says, we need to do the right thing here. When can that day happen? I'm not sure. All right, so let's get to the big news that broke regarding Hillary Clinton. Just as I thought we had covered enough of it, here comes a brand new batch of Hillary email, emails information. And I got a kick out of this because <laughs> depending on which deadhead outlet, I almost thought about having a contest here <laughs> about, okay, I'm going to read you the headline and you decide if it's CNN, McClatchy, Washington Post, or what was the final newspaper that released it? Uh, uh, there was one other one. Oh, AP, which tends to show a lot of bias towards carrying the ball for Obama right up until even after the AP knew that their entire phone room had been tapped by the Obama administration. That didn't bother them. You think they would be out? You think they would say, not on my watch and not in my office are you going to do that, and we're not going to treat you favorably from here on forward, Mr. Obama. All right, so here we have some email headlines from the different newspapers. Top secret emails, and the top secret is in quotes. Top secret emails found as Clinton probe expands to key aides. This is the brand new step. Not only do they want Clinton's emails, they want all of the associated emails that went through that server. So that first headline, top emails found. The second headline. Now, what you have to understand is when 
did Hillary decide that it was time to turn over the server? If she had her way, she never would turn this thing over. Clinton, in another headline, Clinton relents, gives up possession of private email server. So in other words, it was very stressful, and she finally relented and said, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and give it to you. These headlines are doing away with the idea that she didn't have a choice. But in the headlines, she relents. The next one is Hillary Clinton to give her private email server to justice. That kind of creates the impression that you know, I think this is the right thing to do. And as Hillary Clinton and as, as noble as I am, I'm going to go ahead and try and get this out of the way. I'm going to just give you my server. Regardless of if you want it or not, we want to get, we want transparency. We want to get to the truth of these emails, don't we? Another headline, Hillary Clinton <laughs> agrees to provide private email. So this brings into the context that there was actually some back and forth going on here. And finally, after saying no, 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 she says yes. She agrees to provide the private email server to the FBI. One of them, Hillary Clinton, to give her private email server to justice. Hillary Clinton agrees to provide private email server to FBI. <laughs> so... And I, I grabbed a bunch of it because a lot of this, I went through all four of these articles and I just tried to grab stuff that had some importance to it that can help paint the picture from, from a common man perspective, from, you know, we're not lawyers and speak industry language like lawyers legalese or we don't speak Washington speak inside the beltway industry language, kind of like science. Science has a hard time on talk radio. You know why? Because as much as they want to, they just can't speak in common man language. They've learned all of their industry language, and they just can't relate to who the listeners are out there. All right, we'll be right back on the Tim Burns Show here on 810 KLBC. Tim Burns for Nominal Exhibit Services. The convention business is big business. Why? Because big business is done at these conventions. 20%, 40 half the business for the entire year can be done at these conventions. If it's time for your company to step up and you just don't know where to start, I encourage you to call Nominal Exhibit Services. Not one company does it all, but one company takes care of all the logistics, and that's Nominal Exhibit Services. Call them at 303-901-9090. Hey, John, what's up? Hey, Dave. Remember Hank's story? about the key to a woman's heart is an unexpected gift at an unexpected time? Yeah, you were right. 
JT Jewelry does have some really cool stuff. So I did what Hank did, got Amy two pieces of jewelry, and she loved them. And that special touch of going together to the jewelry store to get her pendant just the way she wanted it worked like a charm. Next time you see Hank, tell him thanks. I will, but let me tell you another story. I saw Bill, and he looked like a truck had run him over. I asked him what was wrong, and he said he went to a bunch of other jewelry stores looking to get a gift for Jean. And they had all the same stuff, and it was nothing but bling by all the same designers. He stepped up to the pump, spent a pretty good penny, and gave it to her, and she loved it. So he was a hero. Yep, but only until they went to a wedding reception a few days later. As people were introducing themselves, a lady came up, and they both noticed they were wearing the exact same pendant. Youch! Yep, he's been in the doghouse ever since. I'm gonna guess you told him about jt-jewelry.com. Yes, I did. Welcome back here, continuing with G, the never-ending saga of the email server. Finally, it's been turned over. Again, remember, two months' worth of emails from June, from May to June 2011 are completely gone, never to be heard from again. Can they be retrieved through, through some cloud service that probably had to be linked with that server? I don't know. But there's a lot of homework that can still be done to expose this. And I just saw a poll. I don't know if I saw it on TV if it was going through the news items. Bernie Sanders has actually taken the lead over Hillary, I believe, in New Hampshire. If I'm correct, 42 to 36 percent. That was just upside down before. That was 42, 36 or something like that for Hillary favor. And that's in less than a week. This is really going to be interesting going forward. On top of that, Trump, he's got a significant lead in the Iowa poll. That just got posted by CNN. Ben Carson has actually moved up into second place, and Scott Walker has dropped down to third place. So there's just going to be a lot of action going on here until things really start. Well, until we have some candidates who basically say enough's enough. It's just not going to be for me this year. Well, we've got back to some of the information I pulled off all four of these and just trying to give you a feel for what this whole thing is about going forward. But there was a lot. <laughs> I tell you, the State Department, what a joke they are regarding their cooperation in all of this. And as I mentioned yesterday, is it because Hillary infiltrated the entire State Department at those levels with her appointees? Or do we just have diehard liberal Democrat bureaucrats who've worked there for years and years who, when push comes to shove, they choose the side that best fits their political outcomes that they desire? I don't know. It was disclosed her top aides are being drawn into a burgeoning federal inquiry and that two emails on her private account have been classified as, quote, top secret. Well, what did she say? There's nothing classified? The dog ate the homework? I don't know what's on my own emails. I, I can't wait for some of the stuff to start coming out. The inspector general. Now, there's two inspector generals I'm going to talk about here. One is the State Department and one is the intelligence community. They're in two different worlds. 
the Inspector General for the Intelligence Community notified senior members of Congress about this new information. It is deemed to be in one of the highest security, these particular top secret information contained in the emails deemed to be one of the highest security classifications more sensitive than previously known. You mean Hillary didn't know how sensitive it was? I think I saw a little flash that it was satellite imagery. Was this, what were they, building a a development center? Oh, and by the way, did you see the video of that explosion in China? My goodness, that first one in the collection of videos from different cameras, that first one, it looks like the camera got blown out of the guy's hand completely. But massive, massive industrial. It is the fourth largest city in China. It's in northern China. It's got a port there. It has, it's all a development area and an industrial development area. So I'm going to assume that a fire started somewhere, it spread, and once it got to some really highly flammable stuff, that explosion was unbelievable. And the sound from it, it almost had the delay effect like that uh, that comet that blew late recently over Russia, and two minutes later you feel the shock wave. That was going on with that explosion too. It's pretty awesome, actually. The inspector, uh, okay, so we've got... This top secret quote, these two, and I heard somebody actually on CNN today before I left, he was saying, well, hold it. If two out of 40 are showing very sensitive, quote, top secret or very classified information, you extrapolate that with all the emails that she says she has or that are out there. That's 1,700 potentially if you take the same ratio. 1,700 potentially highly classified, top-secret potential documents. What was she doing? She is above it all, just like Bill is above it all. They are the elite of the elite political class and status. Rules do not apply to them. And this attitude of Hillary's comes from the fact that I supported my husband through his fiasco. And if you let him get away with the kind of stuff he got away with, and I'm not talking about, well, how it's been framed for the 90s. It was all about sex. Everybody does it and everybody lies about it. The intricate network of intimidation and henceforth corruption that took place in the whole Monica Lewinsky fiasco People who had no other choice. They had no idea if they went against Bill Clinton and didn't get up on the stand and lie for him what might happen to them. And we'll just leave it at that. The State Department's Inspector General's Office. Okay, the first one was the Intelligence Community Inspector General is the one who notified Congress, the ones who said, this is really Highly sensitive information. The State Department Inspector General Office acknowledged that it is reviewing the use of personal communications and hard communications hardware and software by Clinton's former top aide, top aides, after requests from Congress. 
hold it, isn't the State Department in holding all of these emails? Aren't they the ones responsible? And yet they get a heads up from the intelligence community who notified Congress, and then Congress notifies the State Department. The intelligence community notifies Congress about a job that the State Department is supposed to be doing already. And here comes the State Department saying, oh, okay, I guess we should start uh, reviewing how staff members were using the Clinton.com system. We will follow the facts wherever they lead to include former aides and associates as appropriate. Well, this is the State Department. They've been dragging their feet as appropriate. Well, that's a wide swath of interpretation, isn't it? What's appropriate here? Well, I think the bottom line for the State Department is what's appropriate is they'd rather just throw this all away, set it aside, and say, we can't wait for your inauguration, Hillary. We will follow the facts wherever they lead, said Douglas Welty, a spokesman for the State Department's inspector general. How long? I mean, how long has it been since the inspector general has been on top of this? Remember what I read yesterday? Hillary Clinton, in when she was in the State Department as secretary of state, there was no inspector general. There was no accountability. She was able to do what she wants. No wonder the State Department is treating all this. They're three, two, three, four steps behind where they should be. All right, stick around for the Tim Burns Show. Chances are there'll never be an emergency ever again. But just in case, let's talk about a plan. Okay. Who is going to grab the go bag? What's a go bag? It is a bag we do not have that is filled with things we really, really need in an emergency. Guess we won't have to worry about it then. Well, this is great. (laughs) I am so glad that we don't have a plan. I know. Winging it is not an emergency plan. Make sure your kids know what to do during an emergency. Who to call, where to meet, what to pack. Visit ready.gov slash kids for tips and information. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. My name is Digger, and I'd like to bury bones. And today, I'm not alone. My friend Bob also has a job. To plant a tree. But first, he needs to click or call three numbers for safety. Click or call 811 when there's digging to be done. There's dangerous lines below that you should know. And within three business days, the experts arrive, marking your lawn so you can dig safely. Now you know what's below. Click or call 811 before you dig. Tim Burns for DoggyDogWorldRescue.com. I want to tell you about some really good people. What started as one phone call from northern New Mexico in 2007 has turned into rescuing 500 and giving good homes to 500 animals a year. You know, they need your help. They need your donations. They do it all out of the goodness of their heart, out of their own pockets. I encourage you to give them a generous donation if you give to dog rescue operations. Go to DoggyDogWorldRescue.com and give generously.
All right. Welcome back here. Continuing with the email saga a la Hillary. We have got, uh, and this is really good because this lets us know that those responsible for, well, giving the information to Congress have been dragging their feet the whole time. Doug Welty, the uh, spokesman for the State Department's Inspector General. Remember, there's two Inspector Generals, State Department Intelligence Community. And I, I bring that up because this is really, this is just so classic of a government, this particular administration, that it almost seems you can just make up the rules as you go along. And as long as somebody's in a power position, well, they're going to take advantage of whoever the, and whatever the institution, like a State Department, and their responsibilities should be. Despite the acknowledgement, the State Department Inspector General's office has left numerous unanswered questions, including exactly who and what is being investigated. <laughs> It's emails, State Department. You're supposed to be going through those emails. The office initially declined to comment. This is classic. I mean, this is so classic. The office initially declined to comment and referred questions to the Intelligence Community Inspector General's office, which said it is not currently involved. Now, here they said, Go talk to the intelligence community, Inspector General. And the Inspector General at the intelligence community said, we're not currently involved in any inquiry into AIDS. And we're being denied full access to the emails in question by guess who? The State Department. So here the State Department saying, hey, it's their ball game. And... The inspector general for the intelligence community says, we're not even in the arena. We're not even in the stadium with these guys. We can't watch the game because we haven't gotten a ticket to watch the game. Clinton herself is not a target. <laughs> oh, okay. So they're only looking at the aides. Is this, is this just the writer putting this in? Or is this the actual... Well, I guess if they're going after the emails of the aides, I guess Clinton isn't the target at that point, right? This is how, I mean, this is how silly the reasoning becomes in trying to be too cute with the information. Both the State Department and intelligence community inspectors, generals, should be looking into the staff use of the Clinton private server for official State Department business. This means giving both inspectors general access and custody of all emails that haven't already been deleted, said Charles Grassley of Iowa. You think? <laughs> yeah, I think that both of these divisions underneath our government, in fact, there probably would be a more intelligent outcome, a, a better process of gathering the information if the old saying two heads are better than once well let's have both of these the state department and the intelligence community doing their own homework see what matches up or more more precise to the point 
see actually who does some investigating and who is dragging their feet. I can guess. Let's see here. Uh, From what is publicly known, it appears that the investigation thus far has focused so much on the former Secretary of State that it's gotten lost that high-level staff apparently also use this server too, which goes back to the original point. Were communications within the Clinton Foundation, within the State Department, within the access, within pay me and I'll give you some influence that you need. Pay me and I'll show you the right doors to walk through. Are those other kinds of communications that are contained in the server? Whatever the case may be, we talked about they were told to print out by the lawyers, print out exactly what relevant information was and destroy the stuff that's left over. Completely erase any memory of it. There is the ability to retrieve all of these emails, I believe. At least, uh, at least four top aides have turned over records, including copies of work emails on personal accounts to the State Department which is collecting them in response to a subpoena. So this is the only reason action got going, is subpoenas are finally being filed. The whole idea of these headlines of Clinton relents to give her private email server, agrees to provide. It came with pressure, legal pressure. That's the only reason. So why? I think the one is Clinton relents, gives up possession. Well, why don't you just state it as is? Her legal avenue of holding these back has expired. Now it's time. She didn't agree. She didn't relent and finally say, yeah, this is the right thing to do. She was forced or else. That's what subpoenas are supposed to do anyway. (laughs) Welty initially, this is really good too. Welty, he is the spokesman for the State Department Inspector General Office. Welty initially said the intelligence community Inspector General has taken responsibility for deciding which emails to review, from whom, and determining their classification. So here the State Department is saying the intelligence community has all this stuff. We'll default to them. They probably got more brainiacs over there who can actually make sense of this stuff, considering they probably in the intelligence community know what is classified from unclassified or what might be actually top secret. However, going back to the article, however, a spokeswoman for the intelligence community, Inspector General, said that her office, their office, quote, never had access to any emails other than those provided to the State Department by who? By Secretary Clinton. So this, all of this, who's got what, who's doing the homework, who's exposing, who's reading the emails, the whole process got started from one thing and one thing alone. Whatever emails Hillary herself provided. This is really upside down. 
But here the <laughs> the she also said this spokeswoman for the intelligence community said her office could get involved. Well, that very statement alone means they're not even involved at this point. And yet this whole article talks about the State Department saying, well, the intelligence community, hey, they got the emails. Let them do the homework. Let them do the review process. They don't have any emails to review over at the intelligence community inspector general office. The intent is not just to focus on Clinton. (laughs) Well, I guess that's what happens when the entire can of worms opens up. And by not focusing just on Clinton, maybe pressure can be applied to just one, to one John Dean out there waiting to tell his story as long as he gets protection and doesn't go into minimum security prison. And this is the topper of it all. Not only is the State Department, they just, they have no path of procedure going forward on this. Here's a headline. Hillary Rodham, Clinton's attorney. This is David Kendall. He's been with the Clintons forever. Attorney has agreed to provide the FBI what he has. A Clinton spokesman, quote, she pledged to cooperate with the government's security inquiry, and if there are more questions, we will continue to address them. The State Department previously had said it was comfortable with David Kendall, Clinton's attorney, keeping the emails at his Washington office which means they didn't want those emails in any office in the State Department whatsoever. Their game plan was just like Hillary's game plan. There's no there there. Let this thing just go away. Oh, do we need to see him? Oh, David Kendall, the attorney for Clinton. He's got all the copies. What copies? Well, the copies that (laughs) Clinton gave him. Does he have all the copies? That would be interesting, wouldn't it? Clinton has defended her use of the server, saying she used it as a matter of convenience to limit the number of electronic devices she had to carry. She used it as a matter of convenience, too. It's how the Clintons do business. It's all about political clout equaling, well, political convenience leading to we can help you out. Well, let's get to some headlines here. And they revolve around a little bit of Chuck Schumer. And, I mean, Iran is not stopping going forward in their pursuit. It looks like, no, they're not going to put out, hey, we've got a nuke. <laughs> but Russia, they're in the same ball game that Iran is. They could care less about the document that needs to be approved that should be thrown out. This Iran agreement, they have no problem. Iran and Russia are going on their merry way. Russia has been a big supplier to Iran of weaponry and China too. But Russia, it's, it's a real big partner for them. Iran-Russia partnership has been there for years. Iran-Russia are going to have war games. They're going to have a training for actual conflict these war games are actually going to revolve around the idea that war is breaking out 
and how are we as a team, Iran and Russia as a team, going to defend our interests? White House is blocking a Pentagon report on an already existing violation with Iran, on a treaty violation. John Kerry, here's another headline. John Kerry, quote, he says it's very likely that both Russia and China are reading my emails. In this day and age, how in the world do we not have the best of the best protecting American interests in this country, in the the most important aspect in the intelligence world? How is it that John Kerry isn't demanding that he has some sort of system that is not hackable, that cannot be hacked. Well, I guess they're too busy spending money on keeping Obamacare alive to actually dedicate money to the number one focus, ensure domestic tranquility by providing for the common defense. Well, part of that common defense is we need to know that if we're sending information back and forth to each other from a government, what needs to be for our eyes only situation, that nobody can get to it. And that's why the Clinton.com server, if John Kerry, who's using the gov.com, he's using the actual government system. If he thinks they're reading every one of his emails, I would think the .gov has a slightly better security system than the Clinton.com server had. So not only were they reading her emails in theory, they've probably made copies of them. In fact, it might just be that we need to go to either Russia or China if push comes to shove and get all 55,000 to 60,000 emails that Clinton had. Maybe they can provide us those two missing months of Clinton emails from June, from May to June in 2011. Wouldn't surprise me if they have all those. And now we've got Schumer, who is, at the same time, he is getting hammered by this administration and ex-administration officials He's actually starting to get some support from fellow Democrats within, even though these fellow Democrats may not vote along with him. They understand it. It almost comes down to at some point you have to protect your own backyard. And it is these senators and or House of Representative members who are saying, hey, we need to protect our building." You know, it's one thing to support the president, whatever he's doing. And basically saying, yeah, we'll throw away our principles just to support you, Mr. President. But all of a sudden it comes down to protecting your own your own backyard. And that is the Congress. So I think you're seeing some of that there, too. So we'll get to some of that when we get back from the break. Stick around on The Tim Burns Show.
Tim Burns, Phenomenal Exhibit Services. You know, big business is done at these conventions, and if you are the responsible party at your company for making those exhibits work right on the convention floor, and it seems that it's nothing but hassles and headaches and nightmares, that the logistics just aren't working, I encourage you to make a phone call to Nominal Exhibit Services. They're the one place that starts and ends the process. They take you from point A to point B, and they will free up the most important thing you need, time to do business at these conventions. Conventions. So call them, 303-901-9090. Hey, John, what's up? Hey, Dave. I'm going to get Sue something from this really cool jewelry website. What's the special occasion? There isn't one, but I was talking to Hank, and he said he went to JT Jewelry and got Jill something. And funny story, he was watching a movie and heard the line, the key to a woman's heart is an unexpected gift at an unexpected time. He goes to JT Jewelry and not only got her a pair of earrings, he got her a pendant too. He gives her the earrings, and she loved them. A few minutes later, he gives her the pendant and tells her, let's go to the jewelry store and get fitted into a necklace that's just the way you want it. He got her two pieces of jewelry? Yeah, he said the prices were so good he couldn't resist, but the story gets better. They went to a company outing and the boss's wife saw the pendant and just loved it. Jill was a hit of the party. That must have made him feel good. Good. Hank said the night might have been even better than his wedding night. (laughs) (laughs) What's that website again? JT-Jewelry.com Another article that just popped up here regarding Iran and this war games with Russia. Iran, in these war drills, is actually firing missiles. So, they're planning on going forward with their outcome that is desired, which is on a war path. And what are they going to do when they get a nuke? And who's to say we're going to figure out when they have that nuke? Again, that's what these bunker buster bombs are for. Because we don't know what's down below. We don't have satellite imagery that can measure that radioactive material on some of their labs that are way down deep in the ground. That's why they built them that way. All right, so Schumer has spoken to 20 to 30 fellow Democrats about why he will vote with listen to the way this is termed in this article, in this headline, about why he will vote with the GOP leadership against the deal. Look what they're trying to do. Typical of how the deadheads operate. We're going to do our own smearing of Schumer just by word association, just by associating him with the GOP. Could they have easily said, Schumer has spoken to 20 or 30 fellow Democrats about why he will vote against the Iranian deal in support of his people. No. Got to make sure that, and you'll hear the rest of these quotes from some of these ex-Obama administration officials. I, well, Josh Ernest is still the, the spokesperson, or as uh, some people call him, the spokes kid. 
Schumer's decision has irritated the White House and enraged former aides to President Obama, who have launched a public attack on the powerful New York Democrat. It's all out get Chuck Schumer time. Former Obama advisor David Fluff, and he's just one piece of work, called Schumer naive in a message on Twitter after the senator urged Obama to go back to the negotiating table to try and get a better deal. Oh, okay. Schumer's naive for thinking that this deal isn't the best deal in the history of the world to put the fetters, to put the chains and the ball on Iran going forward as far as their ability and as far as their want to actually accomplish a nuclear bomb. Mitch McConnell will have a field day, Fluff tweeted. He'll have a field day with this kind of naivety. We will miss Harry Reid. <laughs> David Fluff. Why are they in the Obama administration going to miss Harry Reid? Because Harry Reid never passed a budget. He just passed on money to him. They could infiltrate any division in the executive branch. He took, Harry Reid took congressional responsibility, senatorial responsibility, and gave it right to the White House. No checks or balances there. Why? Because Harry Reid was a diehard, whatever you want, Obama, I will give you. No wonder Fluff, the ex Obama staff member, we will miss Harry Reid. Intentions are pretty easy to recognize there. Another former senior Obama advisor, Dan Pfeiffer, he's the guy who talks a mile a minute. And to be honest, he just is a young, he's just an arrogant, he's a kid, he's a, he's a punk. Another former senior aide, Dan Pfeiffer, tweeted last week that, quote, Schumer siding with the GOP against Obama, Clinton, and most Democrats will make it hard for him to lead the Dems in 16. Well, what does that mean? Is Obama now going to have a dedicated political cause to get Schumer, to make sure Schumer isn't taking Harry Reid's position? I wonder if they're tweeting out, Harry, don't leave. Now that he's come out, Against the president's foreign policy, Obama's allies aren't about to forget it. Three more allies. Twitter blasted Schumer within moments of the news breaking. And MoveOn.org, quickly followed by other groups on the left, launched a fundraising strike to dump Schumer. There is no principles in the Democratic Party. This truly, what was... A principled party, sure, you may not have agreed with those principles going back decades upon decades, but there are no principles in this party. The principles is political outcome, period. That what is what defines the far... They're quoting MoveOn.org. Now, MoveOn.org is, gee, that's not a far-left organization, is it? <laughs> The official White House line was a truism. Schumer's status as Democratic leader is a decision for senators to make. Well, we know what Obama officials want. And if you think 
these ex-officials in the Obama administration are any different from the officials inside the Obama administration, you are seriously kidding yourself. Press Secretary Josh Earnest didn't hand out praise either. Saying last week, I wouldn't be surprised if senators took voting records into account when making... This is a sly way to intimidate Chuck Schumer to change his mind. He knows, Chuck Schumer certainly knows, that taking this position, not only is he going to be lambasted by the Obama administration, but he's reading between the lines here. There may be a dedicated focus politically to get him ousted. A campaign of such might be happening. That's what they are sending the message to Schumer regarding. We're going to take your power and completely undo it. If you don't get on board, if you don't lose your naivety, if you don't quit being so naive. He highlighted Schumer's support for the Iraq war. (laughs) That's how you do it. You tie him to George Bush now. And that is what gets you the stereotype. I haven't seen any of the deadheads run. This is so far left, so far out. That even the deadhead media isn't even running with this stuff. He also suggested Schumer had a mindset that minimizes the chances for diplomacy and relies too much on the ability of the United States to impose its will on another country. My good Chuck, Chucky Schumer. Do you get what you have supported for a long time? And when you come up with one item that doesn't go right down the line with this Obama administration, look what they've done to you, Chuck. Pretty sad. This is the way the game works in politics in this day and age. All right. TimBurnShow.com. And don't forget to tell somebody about The Tim Burns Show. Have a great one. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.